You're listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories around the ice. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Tuesday night saw winning and losing streaks snapped across the NHL, but let's start with Minnesota continuing its impressive winning streak in our biggest game. The Biggest Game The Minnesota Wild won its seventh straight game in an impressive fashion by beating the Oilers. Locked on Wild is ready to declare this team a real contender after tallying another victory. Tired, trying to slow down Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Wired, holding McDavid and Dreisaitl to one assist combined and holding the top power play in the NHL to 0 for 5. Hey, everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. We're up to not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, seven wins in a row for the Wild as they take down the Edmonton Oilers by a score of four to one. The Minnesota Wild on their seven-game winning streak without Captain Jared Spurgeon, by the way, have taken down now the Oilers, the Maple Leafs, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Cam Talbot had 38 saves on 39 shots in a sensational game for the Wild Netminder. And the Minnesota Wild also got goals from Jewel Erickson Eck, Marcus Felino, Dmitry Kulikov, and Victor Rask. The Wild hoping to get Jared Spurgeon back for Thursday's game against the Sharks. But take note, NHL, the Minnesota Wild are for real. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure to follow Lockdown Wild wherever. You listen to podcasts. The Nashville Predators had to make some roster changes on late notice, but Nashville still did enough to beat a Red Wings team on a winning streak. Locked on Predators tells us how Nashville managed all the unknowns through the day and still won. Would late in the afternoon roster changes affect the Nashville Predators' ability to play to their identity against a very hot Detroit Red Wings team tonight? Hi, I'm Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators. The Nashville Predators took the ice at Little Caesars Arena tonight to face off against the Detroit Red Wings, who were riding a five-game win streak. This game was going to be a challenge, and then late in the day, we found out that starting goaltender UC Soros and defenseman Matthias Ekholm were out with non-COVID-related illnesses, and Matt Benning was out with an upper body injury. In came Ben Harper and Philip Myers to play for defense, and David Riddick took his place in between the pipes for the team. The Predators came out and played to their identity. Captain Roman Yossi, Ryan Johansson, and Dante Fabro each logged a goal and two assists, with Nick Cousins and Ellie Tolvanen chipping in two more goals in the 5-2 victory over Detroit. David Riddick stopped 14 of the 16 shots that Detroit put on net, and Roman Yossi had a highlight reel Connor McDavid-esque goal as he carried the puck through four Detroit defenders to score in the first period. The Predators leave Detroit with two points and head to New York where they will face off against the Islanders on Thursday. The Red Wings lost at home and lost a five-game winning streak in doing so. Our Locked On Red Wings host has his reaction live from the arena post-game. The Red Wings fall 5-2 to two at Little Caesars Arena to the Nashville Predators as their winning streak is snapped at five games. And, well... It was bound to happen eventually. Didn't think the winning streak would last forever. They uh, unfortunately 
lost in a bad way. They kind of got dominated the entire game. Um, but a big show of resolve and uh, trust from Jeff Blaschel um, after Nadalkovich's first subpar performance in a long stretch. He went right back to Nadalkovich in this game. Made 28 saves on 32 shots. Still wasn't his best performance in, uh, ever, but a uh, great show of trust from uh, Blaschel. Fabry and Rasmussen were your goal scorers in this one. Uh, just overall, wasn't really an impressive game, though, from the Detroit Red Wings as they just got manhandled up and down the ice. But, hey, props to Giovanni Smith. He got into a fight, starting to look like he was going to lose it, but then he turned the tide in the second half of that fight and ended up taking down his opponent. So, uh Scotty and I are going to break down this whole uh, game for you on tomorrow's episode, so make sure you stay tuned to Lockdown Red Wings. The Toronto Maple Leafs also played without a number of key players last night on injury and or suspension, but that still couldn't hold back Toronto. Lockdown Maple Leafs tells us how Toronto avoided a late comeback and got a win. I'm Mike DeStefano from Locked On Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets by a score of 5-4 to four to end their two-game skid. Now back into the win column on a night where the team had to get over a couple of hurdles. They're out four regulars from the lineup. You had Mitch Marner, who's now out for four weeks. You had no Travis Dermott. You had no Rasmus Sandin. And then the Jason Spezza suspension coming down mid-game, but he missed tonight. So they had a lot of holes in the lineup and a lot of question marks, but that didn't matter. They came through with a big one. They started out the scoring early and often. It was 3 nothing by the end of the first period, and then it ended 5-4. to four. Austin Matthews, a couple of goals. John Tavares scored. Nylander, and then big Nick Ritchie scored his first goal in his Maple Leafs career. So, big goal for him. Uh, a pretty decent night all around. They controlled, controlled play, allowed a couple of goals late, but at the end of the day, it was a, a pretty, pretty controlled victory for the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, head over to Locked On Leafs to hear the breakdown for myself uh, over at Locked On Leafs, wherever get your podcast from, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up, the New York Islanders won for the first time in nearly a month last night. This is Locked On Now NHL. All right, everybody, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or better than a candy bar, honestly. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar around. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There are so many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie? The list goes on and on. And Built Bar gives you guys that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar is the perfect snack to help keep you going. Throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. And people are so passionate about their favorite flavors. So don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at a family party, though, because everyone will fight for it and things could probably get out of hand. And that's not what we want for this holiday season. Are you friends with Santa, though? Well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. Hint, hint, wink, wink. You guys, honestly, Built Bars are just great with everything. You can even dip it into a piping hot cup of cocoa because I know you guys all have cocoa laying around for the holidays. What about those marshmallowy treats around the holidays? You guys like those? Because you need to get your hands on the Built Bar Puffs. They're light and fluffy and marshmallowy through and through. And, of course, there are so many flavors 
to choose from in those ones as well. If you go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your entire order. So make sure that you guys go do that before the holiday season. Like I said, they're great stocking stuffers, great treats to have around the house when all of your family and friends come over. So again, that is built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. You're listening to Locked On Now NHL. Thanks for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. The New York Islanders finally snapped their 11-game losing streak last night, and it's our best performance. The long wait is finally over. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. It's been more than a month since the Islanders tasted the fruits of victory. They finally ended that drought, an 0-8-3 slump. Well, now a 5-3 win over the Ottawa Senators gets them off the schneid. It wasn't always pretty. There were still some sloppy elements here. But I'll tell you, Anders Lee, two goals. The team scoring five goals. They didn't score that in four or five games during the height of the slump. It may not have been pretty. It may not have been an artistic thing of beauty. But for the Islanders, this feels so good. They now have points in four straight games. And there are signs of life on this hockey team that they can build on and slowly but surely get back to playing Islanders hockey and get back into the playoff race. For more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. The Carolina Hurricanes have one of the best records in hockey, so it was weird hearing our Locked On Hurricanes host say last night's game against the Jets felt like a must-win. Carolina got the win, and our host explains his thinking while recapping the matchup. Hey there, hockey fans. Jared Ellis, your host of Locked on Hurricanes. And tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes were north of the border in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, taking on the Winnipeg Jets. And this was a game that the Carolina Hurricanes really needed to win. They were coming off a pretty dominant performance against Buffalo after a bit of a losing skid, having won only of their one of their previous six games before that. So they're looking to carry that momentum into tonight, and that's exactly what they did. They put the win in Winnipeg and beat the Jets four to two. And however, this game was not without controversy as Ian Cole was given a five-minute major and game misconduct for a knee to the head. So all in all, the Carolina Hurricanes do need to clean that kind of stuff up because that's two games in a row where they've had five-minute majors and game misconducts. But now we'll just have to keep this momentum going heading into Edmonton in the next game. So subscribe to Locked on Hurricanes wherever you get your podcasts, rate us five stars, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. The Chicago Blackhawks had no idea what was coming in the third period after drawing even with the New York Rangers after two. New York scored four straight goals to blow out Chicago and locked on Blackhawks tries to figure out how this game fell apart for Chicago. Artemi Panarin steals the show once again in Chicago. What's up, everyone? I'm Jack Bushman from Lockdown Blackhawks, and tonight the Chicago Blackhawks fell to the New York Rangers 6-2 in their return home to the United Center, and the man I just mentioned, Artemi Panarin, was the one to lead the Rangers to victory. Four points for the bread man tonight, two goals and two assists, giving him seven points total in the two games in the past four days between the Hawks and the Rangers. The bread man had... Uh, 
he, he was scoring at will once again tonight. The Blackhawks had no answers for him. He was one of the key difference makers, as was the special teams department. The Hawks went 0 for 2 on the penalty kill. New York scored on both their man advantage chances, including a big one from Chris Kreider early on in that third period. Uh, and on the flip side, the Hawks went 0 for 4 on the power play. So the special teams issues, uh, especially on their own power play, continue to be a problem for the Blackhawks. It's been a problem for the past month or so now at this point. And one thing I had to mention as well, Drew Jarkera, a scary moment at the United Center tonight, took a shoulder up high from Rangers defenseman Jacob Truba, appeared to be unconscious on the ice. The stretcher came out immediately, as did the doctors and the EMTs, to rush Kara off. He was taken to Northwestern Hospital. Some good updates in the past few minutes. He's up. He's been talking. Uh, they need to run a couple more tests, but hopefully things continue to head in a positive <clears throat> direction for Jujar Kara. A scary incident at the United Center tonight in the Blackhawks' 6-2 loss. For more coverage on tonight's game, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Locked On Blackhawks, your team every day. The San Jose Sharks ran with the Calgary Flames for the first two periods and took a one-goal lead into the third, but one of the best teams in hockey was not going down without a fight. We have both Locked On Flames and Locked On Sharks to tell you how this one played out in San Jose. Tomas Hurdle has found his scoring touch again. I'm Jade Young of Locked On Sharks. Our sweet Czech prince uh, has a hat trick tonight, including an empty netter to put away the Flames 5-3, to three, a game which the Sharks were down 3-1, to one, but were able to turn it around after an Eric Carlson breakaway uh, to bring the score 3-2, to two, and then the Sharks were quickly able to uh, tie the game up. Um, Great game from Eric Carlson, Couture, and Hurdle to really kind of drive the Sharks and beat the Flames, who are one of the top teams in the league. Um, special teams were a major factor with two power play goals from the Sharks. We'll have a, a full breakdown of tonight's game uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. That's a wrap for us here at Locked On Now. Thanks so much for making us your first listen every weekday. For more on the National Hockey League and your favorite team, make your second listens Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked On, your team every day.